0: In the spirit of reconciliation, the swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brandon Levy. In today's episode, we'll be breaking down the 2009 James Cameron sci-fi epic Avatar, starring Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, and Sam Worthington, where a paraplegic soldier is given the opportunity to enter an avatar of an alien race in order to assimilate and gather intelligence. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes, so please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, send us an email at the at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Pacer. So, on to Avatar. Unlike many of the films we cover on this show, this film succeeded in pretty much every way imaginable. It's the <laughs> highest grossing... <laughs> It's the highest grossing film of all time, it was a hit with critics, it was nominated for nine Oscars, including Best Picture, and it won three. Hell, it even got its own theme park land. So, all these years later, does Avatar still feel like a film worthy of all these accolades?
1: Those those seem like your standards of a good film. Like... What you mean? So audiences,
0: audiences loving it, critics loving it, winning awards. Like, what else is there, Brendan? (laughs) What else do you fucking want, Brendan (laughs) Levi? Um, What's your magical standard for a film
1: succeeding? Tell me, impress me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, did it impress you then?
1: Yeah, a bit. (laughs)
2: Yeah, some of it is a bit dated and cringe now. In my mm. opinion, but you know, I bought the t- the ticket and I took the ride. Like it was, it got me, it got
0: me again. <laughs> so, what do you, what do you is dated? What
2: I just do not hold up for you. Some of it looked very video game.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the graphics. You know, after this many years, it is a testament that like mm. some of those scenes, like um, when he was like in the water and stuff, I'm like, oh wow, this this looks. And even some of the forest stuff. But then, like, every now and then you would catch a scene and you're like, oh, yeah, my, uh, like, latest video game looks better.
2: Um, <laughs> e- Yeah, e- exactly. It's very vivid and impressive. and um, But there were just some times where I was a bit like, you know, you kind of get taken out of it because you know you're not watching something real.
0: I have to say, like, I rewatched this- um- They did, like, a re-release at the cinema in 3D. And I feel like that does add a lot to the visuals. Like, I didn't really have... The 3D and watching it on a gigantic screen. Yeah, I bet. Um, Yeah, I didn't have so many of those moments where I was taken out. Like, I just... It just felt so immersive Mm -hmm. um, being in that world. And just... Seeing it on such a grand scale and in three D, it really makes you appreciate how like how much detail is in every frame of this thing. Yeah. Like, there's so much in the foreground and the background, every inch of this has been thought out. And I think that's what kind of separates it from a lot of other films where they don't really put this much effort into the world building. Like the Star Wars looks.
2: prequels. Oh boy.
0: Yeah, yeah, like where it really feels like this is on a green screen yes. and they didn't really want to animate things in the in the background much, so they just make it a bit blurry. Like, this is totally. definitely not that. Yeah. And I guess because of the necessity of it being a 3D film, they couldn't do that because they knew that, Everything in the background is going to be as clear to the viewer as the things mm. right in front of your face. So
2: I'm trying to remember now if I saw it in 3D.
0: Surely it was kind of like the thing.
1: Yeah, back I when think came I, I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how long did that take to die? Hey. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if. If every
1: film that came
0: out put this much care into its 3D, I don't think the fad would have died. But I think it was just that every single film was coming out in 3D, whether it warranted it or not. Yeah,
2: like and- the Katy Perry documentary. Probs didn't uh- need to be 3D.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed seeing it in 3D. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good.
2: <laughs>
1: but uh, I, I, I agree with almost everything you say if you put visually at the end of it. <laughs> Like yeah, so much thought and detail into everything visually.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> So you're saying the plot didn't really? The
2: ha- plot um, has a
1: lot leaves a lot to be desired. Yes,
2: I feel yeah. like the plot I was fine. It's with. adequate. It, that was fine mm. for me. It was more there was just some things in the beginning that they were just a bit cringe. There was a bit of like weird acting and a bit of I was just a bit like, cliché like characters multiple, like.
1: Oh, I feel uncomfortable with what.
2: Uh, just like you know, again, I'm I'm watching a movie. I wasn't like completely <laughs> immersed, but I felt like it sort of evened out for me.
0: Yeah, I think Sam Worthington's acting probably feels better when he's the avatar than when we seen when he's a human being. I like think he the, almost the th- feels more human as an avatar than as a human. The third
2: thing, the <laughs> third thing I wrote down was his accent. Oh boy.
0: Yeah, it's not. Uh, I think he's actually improved it in the intervening years, like yeah. from what I've seen of the new <laughs> film and some <laughs> other roles he's done in the meantime. Yeah, but I guess this was one of his first major like American roles, um, uh, like being an Australian.
2: But I mean, they let Nicole Kidman just keep on doing it, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's alright. She's We're made
0: it. Inter- she's made her own accent that's <laughs> even better than all the other ones. I don't know about
2: that. <laughs> It's like a bingo card of uh, when you watch a movie with her in it It's like how many times and what words she'll say Where it's just like, (laughs) bitch, you're Australian, come on
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because like, why did he need to be American? He just has to be a human They could have just let him be Australian And it would have still made sense
2: Was there anything (laughs) about, was
0: it filmed in Australia or? No, I'm pretty sure it was all filmed in LA Right Because it was all like in some, like, giant soundstage yeah. that James Cameron... Uh, so, but th- he did tell a story in an interview where there was a um, an executive that was like, I've seen the film, it's too long, you need to cut, cut it down, nobody's going to want to sit for two, in- two hours and 45 minutes. And he basically said, like, fuck you. The whole <laughs> reason this whole building exists... Is because of Titanic. I built this building. If <laughs> I want the film to be two hours and 45 minutes, that's what it's going to be. And he goes, and, and now I know your real thoughts in the film. So when it makes all the money and it will make all the money, you will not get any credit for it because I know that you hated it. <laughs> like when we're celebrating the win, you're, you can't be involved in this. Like, <laughs>
1: Wow! Did he? Did he did. name and shame this person? Like he didn't. No. Uh, <laughs> and it did make all its money
2: back. Like it was all, yeah. Well,
0: it was the highest-grossing film
2: of all of time. All time
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like every time people have betted against uh, James Cameron, he's proven them wrong. Titanic was supposed to be the biggest failure of all time, and that mm-hmm. became the highest-grossing film. And then this did the exact same thing. Even like Terminator Two, and like he's done this over and over and over again, where people have been like. This is too ambitious. This is too huge. What was like, the budget for this one? Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Actually, I think it, uh, I think it might have been like three hundred million dollars. So it was, it was a lot of money. <sighs> like, <laughs> um, and how much it, is the next one? So the next one, apparently, he has said, uh, if it doesn't gross two billion dollars, it won't make its money back. <laughs>
1: um so with it, with cameron's track record poll if you had to put money down on this third <laughs> installment
2: which it's just a different world like it, uh post-pandemic and just streaming and i just you know i just how how far in between drinks has it been to 15 um, years or something yeah this is 2009 yeah it's a different world i don't know if it will and
0: I, th- I feel this film over time has gotten a reputation as being bad and forgettable. And I think, I don't know if enough people have rewatched it to remember that. it's Do you it's know? Actually I was just fun.
2: thinking exactly that. It's like I only watched it when it came out, and then I, I think I went in thinking it was going to be really bad. And I think you just have it in your head that it was that it was long, mm. and that there was so much hype around it that, y- y- yeah, it became, like, something that you made a joke about. But yeah. how many times, Paul, have you seen it?
0: Oh, well, I've only seen it three times. Yes. I-, I watched it twice when it came out, and I watched the re-release yeah. now, <laughs> um, and that's it. I've been to the theme park a couple of times, so I feel like I've lived it <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, I just feel like um, there's
2: something about it maybe that's not accessible, like, so it's not beloved or something. it's I, I don't know quite what it is.
0: I think the fact that it's a film designed to be watched on a giant screen in 3D and I think there is something missing doing it at home Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's a sign of how good of a film it is because I think I, I know a lot of people would probably claim like if you can't enjoy it at home just like you did at the cinema then maybe there's not much worth to it but I don't know. He's he's made a film specifically to be watched in the cinema, the biggest the biggest way possible. Mm. Um, yeah, is there something intrinsically wrong with that? I don't know. I, as someone who doesn't want cinemas to die, I think there's probably something really valuable with that. But
1: yeah, what do what do you reckon happened to all the like cat people? Like, and you know, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there was like all this hype about people who are like tattooing themselves to to look like navi and you know just was that a thing that was i feel like that was a thing right like there was Mm. there was like diehard fans like you would have like for like twilight or star wars or whatever you know i feel like like they go
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, I you don't really see them around, do you? Like even if you go to like a comic book convention or whatever, I don't you think don't I've see ever seen them around? Yeah. I've never seen a Navi walking around.
1: Do you think it was just like before furries was like a common thing on the internet and people just <laughs> didn't realise who they were on the inside and like Avatar <laughs> just you know that. Brendan,
0: I hate to break your innocent bubble, but fairies were always a big thing. With
2: <laughs> <laughs> Went back when I used to go to this gym on Halloween. Uh, it was like everyone could dress up. To work out and it's like that's awful yeah why would you want to do that but also the instructor came in full navi like makeup yeah uh, like it,
0: did he just paint his body being
2: taught being taught by him was so funny like anytime he <laughs> caught his eye and he was like yelling or giving he was giving an instruction it was it was unreal it was crazy
0: So uh, should we do the 30-second plot summary of this film? For a three-hour
2: film, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I didn't even get through the five-minute music video in our last episode, (laughs) so let's see if I can get through this
2: one. Ready, set, Go. So
0: there's a paraplegic uh, soldier and his brother was supposed to become this avatar to an alien race, but he died. So they ask him to do it instead. Um, so he gets his soul gets put into like a robot body and then he um, tries to assimilate into the uh, tribe of the aliens. They don't accept him at first, but eventually he learns to love them and becomes part of their culture. And then he revolts against the humans that um, brought him there. And then they all fight a war. And then... Um, the humans go away (laughs) (laughs) very very abridged Yes, there's lots that I'm missing, <laughs> but that being said, like I don't think you could claim this film is like overly complicated or convoluted or anything. It's it's a pretty simple story. Yeah, it's got know. a
2: it's got a focus, doesn't it? There's no twist. And I think the main
0: like criticism of this film is that it's like a ripoff of Dancing with Wolves and Poker Hunters, which I don't think is completely unwarranted.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's all I ever heard about it when it came out was like everyone making these like scoffs the fact that they're exactly the same. Every movie is the same as the other one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's like four stories in all of storytelling and there's like variations on that. Exactly.
2: And, and really it just is like uh representing why all wars are fought really in mm. real life, you know? Money. And like and, so- and, and resources and yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, well, James
2: Cameron made these films. And, like, colonization.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, James Cameron made these films because he's so passionate about what's happening to the environment and what's happening to indigenous cultures, and he knew that no one would watch a film that's just about the real-life version of that, so he thought he'll make this fantastical fantasy version of that. to and try
1: And to- everyone will see it.
0: <laughs> and everyone will see it, and he was right. But then a lot of people have claimed, like, Making the aliens so akin to like real indigenous cultures was offensive, mm. but then
1: yeah, you're damned if you do, if you're damned yeah, if you don't. Yeah, but then
0: there's like multiple indigenous leaders that are now like working alongside, um, J- like James Cameron and helping him with the new film because they found the first one to be so representative of what they're going through. So yeah, it's uh, I don't think it's that black and white, but um, he feels these films are. A, a force for positive change. And did you guys feel like imp- empowered to go save the environment after finishing this film?
2: I mean, no more than I do in my normal <laughs> life. Which, are, you know, I, I yeah. want to save the, the world. Maybe like a three billion, trillion dollar movie is <laughs> not not the way to do it. What is James Cameron's net worth? I just want to know.
0: <laughs> uh. Uh, he has more money than Jesus, I'm sure. Like, he... he. Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's I don't think Jesus of? has any money. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus has all the money. He owns everything.
0: <laughs> Opulence.
2: Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go- I'm Googling it. I'm sorry. We have to find what, out. how much Jesus they're, has or, they're, James <laughs> or James Cameron? <laughs> they're never, ac- they're never aren't, accurate. Aren't they the
0: same person?
2: <laughs> they're never accurate. But let's yeah. just see what it says. I I love this shit. I love when, like,
0: celebrities... um,
1: Hear about their net worth?
0: Yeah, repost their net worth, and they're like, ooh, I'm I'm so rich. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize. $700 million. That's a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And... It's pretty crazy that he's, like, worth that much and he spends his free time, like, diving onto the bottom of the ocean and
2: trying to, like...
1: Find, find treasure. treasure.
0: <laughs> no, he's not trying to find treasure. He's trying to, like... Uh,
1: find the real Titanic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: Because <laughs> the other one's, like, a fake.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, this no, is like, a he-
2: conspiracy theory I haven't heard about.
0: I'm making it up. Oh, Okay. Ooh, you heard it here first. (laughs) All our kooks
1: and crackpots in the audience. (laughs) Go wild.
0: So, I guess the big thing about uh, Avatar was, like, its facial capture technology. Even though these are animated characters, the actors were really acting all these things out, and they had cameras strapped to their face. Like, how well do you think that works? Like, Like that, that I feel like, is the
1: defining feature of this film, like... When I saw those close-up shots of like the the Navi and stuff like that, you definitely could see like real emotion being conveyed. You know what I yeah. mean? I think those were probably the most impressive shots. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. it's not the Polar
0: it. Express. Yeah, I think like and Zoe Zoe Saldana as Natiri in particular, like her performance, completely is, like, so yeah. fucking good.
2: Yeah, she would be the 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 outstanding one for me.
0: Yeah. Like, we all knew when we watched Britney Spears' Crossroads that she was going to be a star, and uh, this, this <laughs> is the defining moment <laughs> where that happened. <laughs> was there anything else like that really stood out to you on this rewatch?
1: Well, I, yeah. I, there's there's a certain <laughs> scene that I, I recall that is actually cut from the version I watched, um, but I don't know if we want to talk about that now or a little later.
0: Is this the scene that doesn't actually exist?
1: It totally exists. Oh, it totally exists. What is
0: it? No. <laughs> I remember so, there's an it. urban legend. No. That there's a scene where Jake and Atari have sex by connecting their, their, their ponytails. C- connecting their ponytails. Are you for okay. real?
1: I I swear. But this is like
0: a this so is like do that I, Mandela. Brendan. So do I. This Thank is you. that Mandela effect. The the scene never happened. But how but
1: come
2: the collective
0: uh, consciousness of humanity has decided? I'm sure. It I bet.
2: I bet. But I swear I remember it as well because Adrian came in and I was like, "Don't do the ponytail thing." And he's like, <laughs> "Do they do that?" And I'm like, "I think so." And then I was like, "Oh, I, I, I guess they don't." But I swear I remember it as well.
1: Yeah, because when I saw like them trying to like dominate their banshees and shit, I was like, "Oh shit!" This has like totally different, <laughs> complicated. Uh- <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because those ponytails do a lot, you know. (laughs) But I guess it's like how, you know, human genitals have multiple functions. Um, I mean,
2: only a couple, really, but (laughs)
1: sure. Hold your towel. um.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if you know how to use it, you can do so much.
2: Oh, yeah, there's a whole fringe show around that, isn't there? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I. are you sure, Paul? Because I feel like in, a, in an earlier episode- I feel, like I, talked... trust,
2: I feel like I trust Paul to know all the- To dish the goss on this, don't you? Mm, but
1: I, in an earlier episode, he talked about how, like, the Lion King was stolen from, like, some anime called Kimbra. And I looked into that, and that was completely false. So, I don't know. I, do, I don't know if we can trust his- uh...
2: Controversial.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Your <a> rebuttal.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm just looking up the articles now. There's multiple articles that deal with this.
2: The, and are you saying penis, it doesn't The penis exist? ponytail thing or <laughs> the Kimbra thing?
1: So maybe Americans don't think it is this. Maybe it was too much to handle for their audience. But so for us so, Australians, uh, yeah. we can handle.
0: I'm I'm going to because uh, last last episode, I don't know if you've listened to it, Lucy, but there's this. I read this whole thing out. And then Brendan read it out after me because he wasn't (laughs) listening to me. (laughs) And he read it out like I didn't just say it. Um, So I am going to admit, (laughs) I am going to admit right now, I wasn't listening to you when you were talking about Kimbra. So can you please repeat what you were saying? (laughs)
1: How does this podcast
2: ever get made? We're not communicating properly. I think we need to go to group therapy.
1: <laughs> can we record it and make a good episode <laughs> um, um, um no i was saying that you t- you talked on an episode of the swap cast and you yeah. told our listeners that uh the lion king was a rip off of some anime called kimber the white lion Kimba, and that's yeah and that's uh that's l- like you were saying about this this uh ponytail, ponytail <laughs> banging scene like is a complete fabrication and is so you're really saying true? Kimber
0: doesn't exist?
1: Kimber exists, but it it is in no way a ref- like a, a, a st- like a stolen property by Disney, like like everyone thinks it is.
0: Except that it is,
1: but it's not. Like they clearly but I mean, what, what's stole your, what's elements
0: of Kimber. Like there's shots in Kimber that look exactly the same as the Lion King. Like the scene, like where they're all standing on Pride Rock. There's a scene in Kimber where it looks exactly the same.
1: What's the story of Kimber the White Lion? I'm
0: not saying about the story.
2: It, I think you keep calling it the wrong thing as well, Brendan. Maybe you yes. just googled the wrong thing. Yeah, he, I'm not googling anything. My head's here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, is it Kesha? Um, the White Lion.
0: <laughs> look, just I think this trust is me.
1: really off track from what our podcast <laughs> is about. <laughs> the
0: ponytail fuck scene did not happen in the
2: fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, But
1: audiences, but be aware, swear, Paul has been wrong in the past I so swear take it I as remember it as
2: well, Brendan Um, I can see what Paul means, though Um, And it, he's probably right
1: You don't have to play, like, a devil's advocate He can be wrong
2: I'm not playing devil's advocate I'm just thinking, you know, Paul does his research And he's, like, the movie guy, so
1: Yeah, well, we'll see
0: all right. Well, did you want to talk about anything that actually occurs in this film?
1: <laughs> um,
0: Unlike the ponytail
1: fucking. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Uh, I've the, got a few pon- questions.
0: I've got yeah. a few
2: questions. Go yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. So, I had to watch this mo- movie over four sessions.
1: I'm <laughs> yeah. very busy As it was intended. working mom.
2: Yeah. Um, and two of them were on my phone, which was mm-hmm. rough going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How Cameron <laughs> intended it to be watched.
2: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I actually so. did watch a little
0: bit on my phone today um just to refresh and it actually looks nice on a phone like it, it's not the same but it is not terrible on the
1: phone is what I'm
2: going to
0: say <laughs> <laughs> if you got a nice phone it's not that bad
2: look
1: I did but, yeah, what I continue.
0: had to do
2: to get it done okay that's yeah, yeah. Uh, so sometimes maybe maybe I was distracted maybe sorry <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay now help me yeah. what are the avatar what what are they
1: Like, Um, as in the (laughs) ones that they- the literal avatars or the Na'vi? What
2: do they go- what are they made out of? Like, Uh, what are uh, they- what is it? They're literally, like,
1: grown in test tubes. They're, like, a a hybrid of uh, human DNA and, and Na'vi, right?
0: Yes. So, they've- yeah, they've mixed human DNA and Na'vi DNA and created a version because a human couldn't just go into- Mm-hmm. a navi body and imagine so I'm how many navi there to kill like... to figure that out yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm guessing there's a bit of like uh technology in terms of like i don't think they would be a hundred percent uh biological as well i'm sure there's some sort of yeah because computer I, that's, or where I that of that's where i kind of have a problem with yeah. it
2: that's where i kind of have a problem with it in the in the fact that spoiler alert 13 years if you haven't seen it um <laughs> that Sam Worthington can can completely go across and and inhabit that avatar I'm like but- what is it like yeah
1: it has to be completely biological though because the 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 tree spirit thing <laughs> I can't remember what it's called but it uh it like completely absorbed like allowed him to be absorbed into the to the to and, the like, avatar sense at the end of something the film. in
2: him, yeah, yeah, completely.
1: So, like, yeah, removed his soul or whatever from from his actual body and put it. So, I think they're completely biological.
0: I don't, I don't think that's the case. I, th- I think we've seen other examples of humans being uh, completely absorbed into a mechanical being. Have you not? Um, remembered, and you thought your parents were weird. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: but but this tr- tree spirit isn't a isn't an engineer. It's a it's a. This is
2: the nerdiest conversation we've yeah. ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also
0: like God was the one that put him in that robot, in, and you thought your parents were he- weird. Yeah. He's not an engineer.
1: And but God exists in this this world because it's the the bloody tree thing. Like how else can he explain like a race of people where their knobs can fit into any animal and <laughs> control it? Like that's that's like <laughs> like knobs. Cameron with the uh with the fucking <laughs> banana like
0: <laughs> but like that you just proved your own point because if if god exists he can do anything right
1: yeah but it's more like a mother nature bullshit kind of thing like it's not like an omnipotent being that created the world
0: really you, you uh, i'm you calling i'm calling the na'vi's god
1: scholar a little on demigod thank on you very the much life
2: tree <laughs>
1: <laughs> who was that guy who was like like super versed in the in the na'vi uh, what's his name
2: his friend
1: yeah that guy was so bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: all he wanted to do was <laughs> be, be the one. Into the yeah, tribe. totally. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, you can you, you, can, you can see understand. where he's coming yeah. from. Yeah, and a guy but that comes it- along who just gosh darn doesn't give a hoot about any of the rules, and he's like total maverick, and gets you know gets the job Gets on. all the
1: avatar chicks. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and it,
0: it was funny, like the casting of that character as well because, like, I'm so used to him. He was, like, in all, like, the kind of goofy comedies like Dodgeball and and the hottie and the Noddy with Paris Hilton and then all <laughs> of a sudden he's in <laughs> Avatar. I don't know. Okay, and, But on. this film has a bit of quirky casting to it, like Giovanni Rabisi and I don't know. Giovanni Ribisi is not who I immediately think of when I think, like. Of corporate. Corporate like, bad yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing Scientology got him that role.
2: Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Um, can we just backtrack? Why does James Cameron dive to the bottom of the ocean? We You never actually <laughs> cleared that up. I've been sitting here watching oh. the whole time.
0: Because of his, like, uh, like, environmental conservation stuff. Like, he is, like, leading exposition, uh, expeditions. Yeah, he goes collecting well, So,
2: what's he looking for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, species and, like... All the life on the bottom of the ocean to But try I, feel to like like gonna, I feel like that's not
2: going to I feel like that's not going to save the
0: world Yeah, because he's trying to like Show the um,
2: I feel like he's infiltrating a place that we're not supposed to go
1: <laughs> he's gonna Much something like up. the humans Yeah, completely Yeah
0: <laughs> He's trying to like show people like the all the,
1: the gross, creepy things that live on the bottom of the ocean. And That's then, not going to win like, people over. You're going to show like them fluffy bones. Putting pollution bunnies.
2: into the sea by going into it and like using like crazy instruments and shit. I'm I don't know if I'm down with that, Paul. Do you guys want to
0: like argue with James Cameron? Because I don't feel like it didn't any go well for that <laughs> other guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't
2: make any sense to me. All uh, I'll it's all. I'm just
1: a rich guy who doesn't know anything about anything.
0: James Cameron, if you're <laughs> listening, like explain. Stick yourself.
1: to movies. That's what I say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, like, on a side note, the theme park is so fucking good, and you just want to live in Pandora forever when you, once you've been there. So Does it's a it whole theme night? park. Well, it's no, so the theme park is Animal Kingdom, but they've created Disney's Animal Kingdom. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a mix between a theme park and a zoo. Mm-hmm. And then they've created this whole section of the park, which is just Pandora. But I feel like, like James a, Cameron
2: should really have a problem with there being like a zoo. Well,
0: no, because it's a, it's
1: animatronics it's a, zoo? No, no, no. It's a oh. very, conservation.
0: Um, it's very conservation focused and like no, there's no cages. It's, all, it's kind of like a safari They just let park. them attack David Adra would approve. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. like Jurassic Park. Yeah, which went but super well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like when you walk They're into Pandora. They never stop, stop
2: to think if they should.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, when you walk into Pandora, there's like the floating islands, like floating above you. How do they and do it?
1: Magnets? so well.
0: It kind of like <laughs> the vines end up being on the ground and just like every inch of this park is themed just so intricately and then there's two rides one's called navi river adventure where you're on a like on a kind of a raft boat going through a river and you're, like, surrounded by all the bioluminescent plants and then, like, the the creatures are all, like, all around you and then there's this, like, giant um, animatronic navi that looks, like, fucking insane. Wow. And then um, the other one's called Flight of Passage where you ride one of the Ikran, the dragon things. Yeah. And you're riding it through Pandora and it is fucking insane. It's so good.
2: But how do you um, go on it if you don't have a ponytail? Uh, they, there's this whole,
1: like, <laughs> show ridiculous. where they
0: where they try to explain <laughs> <Brent>. that. <laughs> what did you say?
2: You push your dick in. <laughs> 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 How did you miss that, Paul? <laughs> oh, my
1: God.
2: <gosh. laughs> I like, got a glory hole. Jesus. <laughs>
1: uh, sorry.
0: I think we just leave it at that. That's good.
2: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, that could fix me up
0: if I rotated back and make me pretty again. But you know what? I kind of like it. Reminds me every day what's waiting out there. So you heard what we thought of the movie... But how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, Lucy.
2: Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Ding. Ding. Everyone Everyone is beautiful in their their own way. way. I just started really quickly because I was scared Brendan was going to be like, sing it in sing the it language. In Navi. Yeah. I'm
0: like, no. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Let's s- check out
1: some sexy blue cats. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so we have to do like the human form and the Navi form for some of these. So do we? Sam, All right. <laughs> Sam Worthington as Jake Sully. Would you fuck human, Jake? And would you fuck I thought we just Jake? had
1: to say if they're hot or not.
0: Would you? Why have, did do you know how we have been doing this whole this. time? You a,
1: a pure, clean concept like dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Would you hold hands with him? <laughs> would you link your ponytail with Sam? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, the tattoo, unforgivable. Ah, uh, it' gross.
0: Oh, like surely tattoo. by 2054, they would have made nicer tattoos than that.
1: Yeah. What was the tattoo?
2: How how did you not notice? It it, it was very badly like permanent texture, like tribal esque. uh, uh yeah, okay. bad it was taste. white.
0: It was white guy going to New Zealand and getting a tattoo. Realness. I yeah, great,
1: nice. Yeah.
2: but look, Sam Worthington. There's something about him. He kind of seems like he'd be really mean to me, and I've. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it, <laughs> and he just
2: doesn't give a hoot, you know that's just like i don't know,, yeah. so i I have very mixed feelings <laughs> um i agree i
0: I think he. Seems like a cunt in the hottest way possible. So <laughs> I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a heart. There's something um, kind
2: of like rough about him. It's like he, even though like he's successful in real life and like yeah. has money and he like his haircut's always like a little bit off and like he he chewed gum at the Oscars and I don't know. There's just something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I
0: think that something is he's Australian. <laughs> uh, but I, I think um, I would definitely give human Jake a heart. Navi Jake, I don't
2: know. Would you get down with a Navi, well, Brendan, it, Lucy? Brendan? They're like they're like ten feet tall. So, <laughs> <laughs> am I a Navi too in this scenario?
0: <laughs> you can be whatever you want.
2: Well, I think like you kind of have to be if you are the I same guess, species. <laughs> yeah. It
0: would be a logistical nightmare.
2: Yeah, how's the ponytail thing work?
0: Like it has to,
1: right? Because like- what else is there? They're like Barbie dolls, like. Yeah,
0: did we see the? Did we see a crotch?
1: No, no. I'm pretty sure we saw crotchless. They, they like <laughs> what fucking movies.
2: movie were you watching? <laughs> You're inventing all I this swear. weird shit about about I'm Avatar. It. <laughs> Do Avatar have penises?
1: Navi crutch shot. <laughs>
2: I mean, the Zoe Saldana character was pretty much topless the whole time. But
1: yeah, <laughs> Google. It looks like there aren't any many, there aren't many matches <laughs> <laughs> for your search. It's like, did you mean something else? Because surely not. <laughs> You've been added to a list. <laughs> <laughs> you have
2: found your subsect of the internet. Imagine oh. if you're
0: like. You know, your significant other stumbles on your search history, and that's what she, <laughs> what they find. Lucky she
1: listens to the podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, as far as Navi goes, I think his avatar was pretty hot. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to give them both a hot. Yeah, same. <laughs> Brendan?
1: I like the idea of riding him to work. Um,
0: riding him to work?
1: Yeah, like a Navi, like, well, like the gigantic. Yeah, or
0: like him carrying you in his arms.
1: Like, no, like on the on the back. Like, I I just I just remember when I was like a kid. Like the idea of like riding like a dinosaur or, or something like that to work or, or to school would have been the coolest thing ever.
2: Did you ever see that meme that's like things in Star Wars I'd like to ride? And it's like the Millennium Falcon and blah blah blah, and then just a photo of Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I don't know, like I don't. It's kind of I, like that. I'm giving him a knot because, like, he did have just that, like fall Arrogance. over ass backwards. Of you know, I'm an asshole and I do everything wrong, but it all just sort of works out for me anyway because I'm the protagonist. <laughs> like You should have been brutally killed. <laughs> Did you you guys notice that they have, like, five fingers and then the Na'vi have four? I didn't
2: notice. No, neither.
1: Fun fact. Also, though,
2: I'm not sure you really got the whole movie, Brendan. You said, like, you know about their crotches, you know about, (laughs) like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He watched, like, the non-stop sex cut or, like, maybe the porn parody. (laughs) I'm sure there is one. Imagine all the
2: body paint. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh michelle rodriguez as trudy she was just a human yeah i love uh, michelle rodriguez
2: she uh i loved blue crush when i was uh younger i was like i'm gonna surf so i've always thought she was super hot
0: agreed she's a she's a badass
2: yeah and she's like got aviators on and she did the yeah. right thing when it was hard. Yeah, she's cool, man.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Zoe Saldana as Neytiri. Was she a hot Navi? Yeah, definitely. She's a mm. girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Brendan, would you have sex with um, Natiri?
1: As a Navi, yes. Attack <laughs> of a 10 foot woman. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sigourney Weaver as Dr. Grace Augustine.
2: Yeah, eternal hottie.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yes
0: she's aged like
2: fine wine <laughs> she was a cool character as well like you know the way she kind of like had a foot in both camps and was like accepted by the people and
1: i thought her methods were a bit weird how so oh well because she was like building schools and shit for them i was like they legit don't give a shit <laughs> like it's like forcing like it's like oh it's like is a what missionary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Yeah. missionary kind of like things. Like, oh, we're going to civilize these people. I was like, yeah, I know. I didn't see any like, you know, disgusting, like, Sacrificing children on an altar, kind of stuff. It was just like, hey, we live fun well with nature and, you know, yeah. eat from this tree and kill some animals sometimes. Yeah, totally. Certainly but I think, I think
2: you're supposed to, like, her character is supposed to be, like, a good person. I think everything yeah, you said. I just
1: felt a little misguided. Yeah,
2: like,
0: e- that's fair. Giovanni Rabisi as Parker Selfridge.
2: I've got a lot to say about Giovanni Rabisi. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and it kind of leads into my tenure so I can't like give too much away. But
1: googling who this person is,
2: <laughs> he's the
0: villain. He's the villain.
2: The corporate. Um, ah,
1: yeah. I didn't know his name. So he's in other things. Crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was big
0: in the early two thousands and the nineties. So
2: he, I think, is is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. Have you seen that movie Heaven? No. He speaks perfect Italian. My problem is, is that. But I, I, I have a lot more to say anyway. Okay. So he dated, he dated for years and years and years. My favorite musician, Cat Power. Yeah. And uh, definitely, I was team Cat Power in that breakup. I think it was bad. And uh, <laughs> she's like, I would die for this woman. Yeah. Um. So I find it really. He just. He he did us dirty. So,
0: so did he? Did he try to get Cat Power to be a Scientologist, or was she already?
2: No, I think okay. it was. It is was kind he of a Scientologist pre he is. pre that, or oh, okay. I, yeah,
0: yeah. He he is definitely a Scientologist, and I think that's why he used to be on uh, My Name Is Earl as well, because he was like Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Jason Lee's a big Scientologist, and they're friends oh, through that.
1: That's so. a shame. Yeah, I know. Are we going to be in trouble with them for doing this episode?
0: <laughs> uh, maybe if you start seeing like cars following you and stuff, that probably means we've. we've but if Cat Power
2: hears, you. I was Team Team Sean Marshall the whole way, baby. Um, Joel
0: David Moore as Norm Spellman. So you guys
1: didn't do. One. You
2: guys didn't do Giovanni Ribisi. Ah, oh, uh, not. <laughs>
0: I
1: was going to say. <laughs> Fuck that dickhead! But he like looking at his like other like. Am I am I going by him in this movie or? Because well, no, like I he seems to have point. like a very sweet looking face. I just was a surprise.
2: Yeah, how could you do that? But to then come again,
1: up? don't breathe, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to say not.
0: Um Joel David Moore as Norm Spellman, like the nerdy one.
2: Yeah, he was. He nah. gets a heart. <laughs> no.
1: Nah. I I, I, I'm I going to give him heart. Nerds disgust me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to give him a heart. Um, lanky nerds do it for me. Yeah, so, completely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give him a heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll finish off with the silver fox Stephen Lang as Colonel Miles Quaritch, the uh, main antagonist of the film.
2: The guy that looked like he had been attacked by a dinosaur?
1: Oh, wait. I was looking at the wrong person. <laughs> I, oh, For who?
2: Giovanni Ribisi? Or?
1: Yeah, I was looking at uh, Stephen Lang when uh, when we were talking about Giovanni Ribisi.
2: <laughs> You're the best. What's <laughs> their actual hell?
0: <laughs> and you said he has a sweet face?
1: Yeah. Have you seen him in other things? Oh, God.
0: I guess when he doesn't have, like, yeah. I, I, I understand what
1: you mean. Like, both of them have, like, you know, both of them have murder on their hands in this film, so (laughs) (laughs) they both get a knot for their characters, but, um, oh, I changed mine for Giovanni to a, to a hot. Hot, hot. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> Stephen Lang, I'll give you a knot. I think it'd just be a big buzzkill. I can't imagine spending any time with him would be fun in any way.
2: Yeah, completely. I feel like if you ever did anything wrong, he'd like make you do push ups and stuff.
0: Though he did prove that he could hold his breath for an extended period of time. Yeah, it was really (laughs) a skill
2: that he had he should put that on his
0: resume Surely that would come in handy in some sort of sexual scenario (laughs) The last thing I need is another trigger happy moron
2: out there. Look, look you're supposed to be winning the hearts and the minds of the natives isn't that the whole point of your little puppet show? You look like them and you talk like them and they'll start trusting us. We build them a school, we teach them English, but after what, how many years? Relations with the indigenous are only getting worse. Yeah, that tends to
0: happen when you use machine guns on them Okay, now it's time for Opinion Swap where we find some entertaining reviews of Avatar from across the interwebs. Firstly, we've got one from Mike Jin, who gives it two and a half stars on Letterboxd and he says, through a biotech miracle, a white guy gets to have dreads.
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, This one's from Houston Coley who gives it three and a half stars and he says, I had never seen this from beginning to end until now. Why do the visual effects in this 10-year-old movie somehow still hold up better than cats? (laughs) (laughs) And it is true. I mean, the cats use the same technology as this. And have either of you watched it yet?
1: No. No. Why would I? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it looks awful.
0: Well, that's why you watch it, because it's it's so (laughs) fucking awful.
1: (laughs) Since having a child, it's like, you have, like, priorities, you know? They just change. And one of those is movie times for good movies.
0: <laughs> well, cats cats came out before your child, so you have no excuse. <laughs>
1: I'll never watch it. Never.
0: Uh, I definitely guess what see my it. tenuous recommendation is going to be. And finally, uh, we have one from Casey Malone. He gives it two and a half stars. He said this made two point seven nine billion dollars, and given how boring it is, I have to assume two point five million of that was from people who wanted to fuck the cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Don't
0: play with that; you'll go blind. That's
2: kind of
1: freaky.
0: Okay, let's get to tenuous recommendations, where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder: if you ever want to see a list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So, I'll get us started. So, my connection is like the visuals of this film. Uh, I think Avatar inspired a lot of other films in terms of its like the bioluminescent forests and like the alien worlds and the creatures. And I think that inspiration is still apparent. And I'm going to recommend a film that I saw in cinemas only a couple of weeks ago that felt very, very heavily inspired by Avatar. Mm. Um, and that's the new Disney uh, animated film Strange World which has the voices of Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid and Gabrielle Union. And it's a film that completely flopped. No one went and watched it. Um, But I actually had a really good time. I took my niece and nephew Mm. to this one. And everyone, like my niece and nephew, loved it. And uh, I thought it was really fun as well. Uh, It's kind of reminiscent of kind of the adventure movies that Disney were making in like the early 2000s, like Treasure Planet and Atlantis. It's like a sci-fi adventure story about uh, this kind of other world that the characters find themselves in. And I don't want to ruin the uh, kind of twist of what that world is, but, um, yeah, it, it leads to some very interesting visuals, um, some really fun set pieces. Um, I think one thing that made me really happy about this film is it's Disney's first ever main character that's gay that actually gets to be gay. <laughs> so, it's not just like he looked at the other character once, that means he's gay or, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. he's something actually that, something gay. Something they Preferably can edit gay. out for the
1: Chinese audience, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it's a teenage character and he has a crush on another boy and his parents, are, like fully supportive of him. He doesn't have to come out. He's just gay and, and like it's just, it felt very nice seeing that. And you know, I went, I took my niece and nephew and it wasn't even a thing that needed to be discussed. He was like, that was the character. Cool. And I just would love that kind of representation to be yeah. more so. Um, but unfortunately no one went and watched it. So. Who knows if they'll ever do it again? Oh, but um, I
2: mean, I can't. I have to tell you, I haven't even like seen a poster or heard the name or anything. I mean, I they, do not have my finger on the pulse, and I never get to go to the cinema. But
0: yeah, they they did a really poor job advertising this film. They mm, released at a sad. super time of year. Um, I f- have an inkling once it does hit Disney Plus, people are going to start S- discovering it. it. Yeah, um, I, which I really hope is the case. Um, because I would love them to make these kind of movies. Uh, I think one thing that probably killed the advertising is because it's not a musical, there's no, like, big song that they could, like... put. Yeah, they could put on TikTok or, like... Mm. um, I think... I think people underestimate how much the Disney songs actually do to get people to watch the films. Like, you need that. Yeah. We don't talk about Bruno or you know Let It Go to get people in the seats. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, once it hits Disney Plus, give Strange World a go. I think um, it'd be a fun one to show um, Otis, Lucy. I think he'd enjoy it. Oh, cool, uh, Lucy. What's yours?
2: Okay, so I'm kind of cheating. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I would want to do um that heaven movie I just spoke about where Giovanni, yeah. it, that's Kate Blanchett and Giovanni Rabisi Yeah, have either of you seen that?
0: No, I never have. Um, yeah, what is it?
2: I just am doing this movie now. I guess <laughs> it's that director. I don't want. I don't know how to say his name. Tom Taikwa. Uh,
0: Tick, Tickfier. Yeah, he did um perfume and Sensei. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's him. Run uh, Lola Run. Yeah, run, la, la, run. That's what I was trying to think of. Anyway, and Giovanni Ribisi is Italian in it. He speaks Italian the whole time and it's pretty amazing. But like I said, we're team Cat Power. So (laughs) the link link is literally Cat Power, even though that's like not very technically, (laughs) you know, the dumb thing. But anyway, (laughs) so uh, aside from being my favorite musician and loving all her music, um, she was in a movie once. She was in My Blueberry Nights. Have you heard of this movie? No. Um, so yeah, I
0: feel like was Nora Nora
2: Jones, yeah. Nora
0: Jones is in that film, yeah. So
2: um this was directed by Wong Kar Wai, so the Hong Hong Kong director. And I think I'm I don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it was his first foray into English speaking films. Yeah, it I was. think it was yeah. his first one. And I don't think it was very well received, potentially. And then maybe some of the techniques that he used in like, I don't know, I I think he's like Hong Kong new wave or second wave cinema. So like he's got all these kind of editing techniques and like blur and all this stuff that maybe didn't Mm -hmm. translate into sort of like a Hollywood story. And she had she's in a scene for about four minutes, and she's just like (laughs) so darling and so sweet, and you know never acted before to my knowledge, and she was amazing. Um, yeah, it's also got Nora Jones, Jude Law, Natalie Portman, and Rachel Vice in it, so there's some real star power there. Yeah, it's like about a woman who um goes on a road trip. She's trying to like mend her broken heart and figure some things out, and meets all these people, and so it's my blueberry nights.
0: Nice, yeah. I kind of i've i've watched some of uh, Wong Kawa's, like Hong Kong films, but then yeah, when the reviews came out for that one, I didn't watch you it. So.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> but maybe I have to give it a go, Brendan. So a a man named Giovanni how do you say that Rubisi Rubisi uh, Ribisi. Giovanni Rubisi was in Avatar, and he was also in a TV series that recently came out called Friends. The <laughs> No.
2: <laughs> he was in French, but keep going.
1: Uh called The Offer. Has anyone seen The Offer?
0: No. No. This is the one about um the making of The Godfather?
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh Oh
2: cool, yeah, right. i
1: uh, I had not watched The Godfather, but I had watched this T V series.
2: <laughs> Can I just say, am I the only one out of the three of us to have seen the fucking Godfather trilogy?
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: And
2: you two are like you work in film and you're like a cinema buff. It, that is insane to me. What is we, wrong with yeah, you people?
1: Piece of shit. I feel like ground. you guys haven't paid your dues sometimes. I'm
2: sorry, but You
0: know what? I just I just I don't love the gangster genre. Yeah. I'm discovering this, like, I have this movie club that I do with some of my friends, and recently we did Goodfellas, and we did Casino, and I have to say, didn't come out loving either of them. And I know that, you know, that's the thing. You have to love those movies. I'm not
2: saying you have to love them, but I'm saying you have to, you like... You have to watch them. It, because of, like, the moment in time and American Zoetrope and all, all that stuff. Like, you you have to see these movies. You have to. It's like Citizen Kane. <laughs> but do people go <laughs> around yelling Citizen at Kane. people
0: because they haven't seen oh, Bring yes, It On? <laughs> because I feel like I that's mean, a I film. Do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I do. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, continue, Brendan, about your show.
1: Now, who who did The Godfather?
0: Francis Ford Coppola.
1: Like, uh, what's shameful, he done?
2: Shameful, Brendan, shameful.
1: <laughs> Fucking Are hell. you going to
2: ask what else has Francis Ford Coppola done? Is that what your next question is?
1: Like, I think he had something to do with the TV series.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um, do we end the
0: segment or do we end the podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Both. <laughs> no, so, like, the offer... Um, I, 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 it has like this sort of like um, we're paramount, and we're jerking you know ourselves what off. Of,
2: what kind of <laughs> a world do we live in where you've watched that?
1: I'm reviewing I'm the did, TV series here. Thank why you very did you much.
2: watch it? It's like learning about Hitchcock movies through through The Simpsons. Why? I, I don't understand. It's
1: like Army of Darkness better than Apocalypse Now. <laughs>
2: Heart of Darkness. Uh, 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 yeah, um, uh, yes, Love Evil you Dead Three. Army of Darkness
0: was better yeah. than Apocalypse Now.
1: <laughs> can I review? Can I recommend something on the show? I
2: know. Can you? Can you? I just wondered going in why? Why would you want to watch that?
1: Um, I like. I like learning about history. Through, like, a very skewed lens.
2: (laughs) Thank (laughs) God. Um, and I do love that time, that time period, like Spielberg and Francis Ford Coppola and all those guys coming up. I, I, I really love that. I bet, I bet that show has a lot of cool shit in it.
1: Yeah, like, uh, there's, like, a lot going on around the film and the mm. fact that it's about the mafia and the mafia not being cool about that and the book itself that it's derived from. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just a lot of interesting um, uh, aspects to, the, like, the reality of making something like that. And so, yeah, I guess fair. that's what piqued my interest in giving it a go.
2: And can you tell me who does Giovanni Ribisi play, a real person?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, he plays, like uh, like, a mob boss who is basically in talks with the producer to, to sort of, like, you know, tell him how he can respectfully make this film. So he does a great job of playing this, like, uh, you know, piece of shit who's also very, you know, you can't Charismatic, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, where for watch? I see you. I see you.
0: So, if you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every Body Swap film we have reviewed on the podcast. So, my question is, where are we all going to put Avatar on our list? All right. I think my choice is going to be pretty controversial. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He's going to put it first.
0: No. I'm going to put it fifth. So, in between being John Malkovich and Get Out.
1: Okay. All right. oh. That is a bit controversial. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, it's your list. You can ruin it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, just on a pure enjoyment level, like, watching this, re-watching this on the giant screen, like, I just just loved every minute of that two hours and 45 minutes. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I would recommend it to everyone.
2: Um, I'm going to put it in between 17 again and Freaky. So it's just outside of the top 10. You know like it it's it's a it's a ride, you know?
1: Yeah. It's and a, a literal ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a
2: theme park. Um it, and that that's exciting. It's it's good to see a movie like that. Like Paul said. Yeah. Brendan.
1: Uh this dumb spectacle is going between uh, Freaky Friday 1976 and Processor <laughs> Possessor (laughs) possessor. (laughs) Uh, um, Just purely because I was running down the list And going I would watch that again I would watch that again I wouldn't watch Avatar a third time uh, And I wouldn't watch Possessor again (laughs) So (laughs) that's where it goes
0: Alright So I I actually I was kind of anticipating me Like having to defend this movie But I'm kind of glad that we all uh, came out positive.
1: Whoa whoa whoa. Positives too strong. <laughs> it was adequate. <laughs> you didn't And visually it. stunning. <laughs>
0: All right. So, guess what our next episode is, guys? Christmas. It's Christmas.
2: How are there <laughs> any more Christmas. of them? How are there any more? There's so
0: many. There's so many. <laughs> so many. But, um, look, all Is the this one cris-
1: not a Hallmark one?
0: Yeah. So, uh, oh. as you say, all the other Popes films we've rising? done... rising?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all the other films we've done have been, like, straight to TV, bottom of the barrel, low-budget pieces of shit. Have they ever? And have been some of the worst fucking movies <laughs> I've ever seen in my life uh, and on this podcast. <laughs> so... I don't know if this film's going to be good, but (laughs) at least it was made for the cinema and it has, like, big actors in it. And it's the 1998 family comedy Jack Frost starring Michael King (gasps) and Kelly Preston. (laughs) Where a father who can't keep his promises is killed in a car accident. One year later, he returns as a snowman who has the final chance to put things right with his son before he's gone forever.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So Michael Keaton as a snowman and, uh, the snowman was actually meant to be George Clooney, but then he, pulled out of the film so the snowman still looks like George Clooney even though Michael Keane's
2: <laughs> <So, laughs> wow why did he pull out
0: I don't know well I'll find out before the next interesting film, the yeah. next episode. there's actually two films from the 90s called Jack Frost and I was debating which one to do the other one's a horror movie about a serial killer going inside the snowman
1: oh um, I'm sort of torn now <laughs> Yeah, that sounds yeah, wow. awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a scene where the the snowman has sex with Shannon Elizabeth. What <laughs>
2: snowman? <laughs> yeah. But I with thought with his icy penis.
0: Yeah, I guess uh,
1: I assumed it was a carrot.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So look, maybe we'll do that an- another Christmas. But I thought we'd keep it a bit more family friendly this <laughs> time. <laughs> Are you going to uh, keep it family friendly, Paul? Oh, fucking no, no way. <laughs> um, yeah, guess what? Next, this Christmas, we get to talk about if we want to fuck a snowman.
1: What? <laughs> Is this our hot or not? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh,
0: the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, that will be our next episode. Uh, so get your uh, eggnog ready for that one. <laughs> um, and your Santa hat on. Cool and uh, yeah,
1: but uh, I don't think we got an answer to the, to the to that question on this episode. Paul, gun to your head. What what's would the you question? have sex with a Navi? With a Navi, a gun to your head.
2: They're two Paul. Head. You can't.
0: <laughs> I would give it. I would give it a go. Like, <laughs> what's the harm in giving it a go? Really?
2: I like, mean, like, if all it is is the ponytail thing, then it's fine. I mean, you don't have hair, so I don't know how it's going to work. But
0: yeah, what does the ponytail go in my butt or what? <laughs> 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 um, send your fan art to the podcast. So- <laughs>
2: no, send it to Paul Mitzi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So until next time, don't be a piece of shit on the ground. (laughs) DPW and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas.
1: I was Brendan Levi.
0: Yeah, I see you. I see you. The Swellcast Podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of 2 Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Thanks for listening.